If you would like a free newsletter on this or other subjects, just give us a call at Christian Answers. The phone number is area code 512-218-8022. That's 512-218-8022. Or you could email us at cdebater at aol.com. That's cdebater at aol.com. Hurricanes are an ever-present danger. The following clip is from our video called TV Frauds Gloria and Kenneth Copeland Control the Weather and Tornadoes by Their Jesus Name Faith. A leading charismatic word faith heretic named Gloria Copeland states that she and her husband Kenneth can control the weather. Check this out. You know, you're the you're supposed to control the weather. I mean, Ken's the primary weatherman at our house, but when he's not there, I do it. He can see what's happening out there. It shows just like they have on at the weather, like on the news. I mean, he's got the computers, got the current weather on it, and all that for flying. So uh, sometimes I'll hear something. I'll hear the thunder start. Maybe he'll still be asleep, and I say, Ken, you need to do something about this. And knowing that, but you are the one that has authority over the weather. One day, Ken and Pat Boone, we were in Hawaii at their house, and we were, they were sitting outside, and there was a weather spout out over the ocean. And that's like a tornado, except it hits the water. And so they were sitting there, and they just watched it, rebuked it. It never did anything. One day, I was in the airplane in the back, and my little brother was in the back with me, and Ken was up front flying, and we were not in the weather because we don't fly bad weather, but we, we could see the weather over here. And I looked out the window, and that tornado came down just like this, down toward the ground, and Ken said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You get back up there. So this is how I learned how to talk to tornadoes. I saw this. And that tornado went, woo, 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 woo. Even while I was watching him, my little brother was not a devout Christian at that time, and that was really good for him to see. <laughs> so you're the weatherman. You get out there, or the weather woman, whichever it is, and you talk to that thing, and you tell it, you're not coming here. I command you to dissipate, and you get back up there in Jesus' name. Copeland and her word faith heretic cult are proved to be liars by the word of God. She and her husband do not control the weather, but rather God himself does. The Bible declares in Psalm 115, verse 3, Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. And then 
Psalm 135, verse 6, Whatever the Lord pleases, He does, in heaven and in earth, in the seas and in all the deeps. This illustrates the point that lost sinners and false prophets cannot help but to deny the biblical doctrine of the sovereignty of God and replace God's sovereignty with their own imagined sovereignty over the weather or health or wealth or whatever. For more on this, see our playlist entitled Phony TV Preachers, located on our main YouTube channel, See Answers TV. Here's some interesting information about hurricanes from Pastor Kevin Swanson as found on SermonAudio.com. Anytime we talk about natural disasters, the implication, of course, from each and every one of the news agencies, except for the worldview in five minutes, is that these natural disasters come from nature, and they do not come from the hand of God. But we believe that all things come from God's hand. God is in absolute control over the winds and the waves, and nothing happens outside of the providential direction of Almighty God. Now, again, people have different metaphysical perspectives. That is, most people believe that things happen by chance, in a chance universe. That is, it's either determined or indeterminate, but most of the time, people believe it's indeterminate. There's absolutely no reason why these things happen. They just happen. And that's what's assumed in the average Fox News broadcast, is that things just happen. But I'm here to tell you, friends, wrong worldview. Uh, wrong worldview. Yes, things happen because man is creating all this pollution and, and because of global warming. That's why there's hurricanes. Come on, Kevin, get with the program. Steve Vaughn in studio <laughs> with us today. Uh, yeah, you're right. Sometimes it's the sovereignty of man. Sometimes it's the indeterminate chance in a total chance universe. I'm sure there are some who are attributing it to uh, man and that if man has uh, can cause global warming and bring about these natural disasters, perhaps man can prevent them. But, uh, of course, that's assuming the sovereignty of man. Uh, but uh, man is not sovereign. That's the humanistic perspective of things, and that's a pipe dream. Obviously, humanism, the idea that man is in absolute control of every single causal force in the universe, stupid. <laughs> Hello, man, you're not in control of every single causal force in the universe. Come on, wake up and smell the uh, the hurricane. Hurricane Harvey hit the coast of Texas, bringing mass devastation. And it's a sad situation, and certainly Christians need to be extending a helping hand. And uh, we are to do good to the... Uh, to everybody, but especially to the household of God. So remember, those are your priorities, my friends. Do good to all men, but especially to the household of God. That's Galatians chapter 6. But uh, this is yet another disaster brought by the hand of God. And uh, and the damages uh, from hurricanes to America has been on the increase big time. And friends, does this mean anything? If God is in control... If God sends hurricanes, if God brings hurricanes to certain cities in America, ergo New York City, New Orleans, and Houston, if God is in control, then perhaps we ought to fear God. Perhaps we ought to declare a day of prayer and fasting, a day of repentance. This is exactly what our Christian forefathers would have done. This is what George Washington, this is what the Continental Congress did a number of times in the 1770s all the way up to 1780. 
the Continental Congress declared days of repentance and, and fasting because we had broken the laws of God and we needed to repent before Almighty God. So, of course, that's the way that uh, our forefathers handled natural disasters. And uh, But we're not hearing President Trump call for a day of of prayer and fasting and repentance. I didn't see that. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear him uh, acknowledge the power of God, the sovereignty of God, and fear God, that God has brought judgment to America. I hadn't heard any of that, but it's interesting that the damages from hurricanes to America has increased significantly since the 1960s. Um, in the 1960s, $1 billion in damage to American properties from hurricanes. 1970s, 7 billion. 1980s, 25 billion. 1990s, $67 billion in damages. And the 2000s, get this my friends, in the 2000s, thus far, $444 billion in damages in the 2000s. That's pretty high. That's huge. And I didn't take into account inflation because I don't think it matters. The numbers are off the scale. My friends, Americans are spending 440 times what they spent on hurricane repairs in the 1960s, 60 times what they did in the 70s, and 20 times what they did in the 1980s. Orders of magnitude. Uh, more damage to American properties because of hurricanes over the last 16 years. Is God sending a message to America? $444 billion. That includes an estimation of $50 billion of uh, damages for repairs caused by Hurricane Harvey in Texas. Just a quick addition to what Pastor Swanson said. A few days after his broadcast, news reports estimated the cost of Hurricane Harvey was up to $180 billion. Another item that has been coming up has been doomsday predictions about September 23rd, 2017. Religious groups and others, particularly the Jehovah's Witnesses, have throughout time brought fear and panic among many with phony predictions that they have made up regarding their own peculiar interpretation of Bible prophecy and other things in correlation to it. A classic example of a religious group being started by false predictions is Seventh-day Adventism. See our playlist dealing with Seventh-day Adventism and their prophetess with 36 videos. The latest prediction craze involves September 23rd, 2017. This just reminds me of all the many other ones that have come before it. For more on this, see our video to Harold Camping and Other False Prophets, 99 Reasons Why No One Knows When Jesus Christ Will Return. Another ministry I have great respect for is called Answers in Genesis, which battles the false religion of evolution like we do. See our playlist dealing with Darwin's metaphysical evolution religion with 27 videos. Now, Answers in Genesis has done an article and a video on the September 23, 2017 prediction, which I would recommend to anyone. It is called, What Will Happen on September 23, 2017 by Dr. Danny R. Faulkner and can be found at Answers in Genesis. Hi, I'm Jeremy here with Dr. Danny Faulkner. He's our astronomer here at Answers in Genesis, 
And we are in the observatory right now with all these telescopes, and we have a question that many people have been searching for on Google, and they are finding our article on the subject, which you wrote, what will happen on September 23, 2017. So, Dr. Faulkner, if you could take it away from here and answer that question for us, I'd be grateful. All right. Well, the short answer to the question is probably nothing <laughs> really important will happen that day. That doesn't stop people from getting very excited. Uh, this has been traveling around on the Internet with our numerous articles and YouTube videos and such about it. And it's uh, people's interpretation of uh, Revelation 12, verses 1 and 2. And I'll very briefly paraphrase what it says. It says John wrote that there was a sign in the sky, and it was a woman clothed in the sun with the moon at her feet, with a crown of 12 stars on her head, and she was about to give birth. And so many people are thinking that this will literally be fulfilled on, um, September, on September 23rd here in 2017. Now what they mean by that is the, you have this constellation Virgo, which is a woman, and uh, on that date the sun will be in the upper part of that constellation, so in a way she's kind of clothed with light, and the moon will be down near her feet, or at least the part of the constellation representing her feet, and the, um, the planet Jupiter will be located near the midsection of her, near where a woman's womb would be, and that would represent the child. And then above her head, there's this, the constellation Leo, and it has nine stars, and then there are three naked-eye planets, look like bright stars, Mercury, Venus, and, uh, and um, Mars. And you add those three with a nine, you get 12, that's the crown, it all comes together to be some great apocalyptic sign. Now, what does that sign mean? Well, most of them don't tell you exactly what it is. Some of them will say, well, I think it's the return of the Lord on that date, or the next day, or within, within 10 days or so. Others just kind of leave you hanging with the obvious implication that that is their intent. Let's take a look at this. Just deconstruct it and see what actually is going on here. The conclusion of this article reads as follows. So what will happen on September 23, 2017? Probably nothing unusual. I have identified several problems with the, now this is Dr. Faulkner talking, with the supposed sign of September 23, 2017. However, there are other broader problems with it. One of the purposes that God ordained for the stars is for them to be signs, Genesis 1:14. However, to be truly a sign, shouldn't such signs be obvious, at least to a few people? Since the sun will be in Virgo at the time, virtually none of Virgo's stars will be visible. The three planets in Leo will be visible in the early morning that day, but all will be low in the southeastern sky. Venus is very bright, so it will be relatively easy to spot. However, Mars and Mercury will not be, because they will be much fainter, and they won't rise until about the time morning twilight begins. The thin crescent moon will be visible in the evening sky low in the southwest. Jupiter may be visible lower in the southwest, though it will be difficult since it would be set before evening twilight ends. That is, not all of this sign will be visible, and those parts that will be visible won't be visible at the same time. While this event may show up nicely on a computer screen, God set the lights in the, quote, firmament of heaven, end quote, not on computer screens, to be for signs. Instead of setting dates, we ought to be ready for his return at any moment. Are you ready? What sort of prophetic event is this sign supposed to usher in? Clearly, most people promoting this have in mind the Lord's return. 
Some explicitly state this, but others mindful of the words of Jesus in Matthew 24:36 are hesitant to make that claim, though their implication is clear enough. These sorts of claims or intimations have been made many times before. For instance, the four lunar eclipses during 2014 to 2015 caused many people to anticipate the Lord's return then. But of course, this did not happen. I suspect the same thing to be true of September 23rd this year. That is the year of 2017. People who get excited about supposed signs miss the point that Jesus made in Matthew 24, verses 36 through 51. Instead of setting dates, we ought to be ready for his return at any moment. Are you ready? For more on End Times Bible Prophecy, see our playlist called End Times Supernatural Prophecy Tough Bible Questions with 54 videos. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36, Jesus said, But of that day and hour, Knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. If you like our YouTube channel, please subscribe by clicking on the subscribe button and then by also clicking the bell above to get an automatic update whenever we produce another YouTube video for our See Answers TV channel. Please share our videos with your friends and relatives. May God bless you. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what is done for Christ will last. See related videos by tapping or clicking the screen.